You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus. Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional. Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com. tell you about a fella who ran a tabloid known for the sleazy tactics he employed for pals making news they wished to avoid he'd buy up the stories and have them destroyed davy davy pecker king of the catch and kill the National Enquirer staked its claim as trashy and lurid without any shame. So with this story, can you honestly blame us for noting this guy has a real fitting name? Davy, Davy Pecker, king of the catch and kill. But the stories were not destroyed, now they say. Turns out the evidence was all stashed away about the hush money Trump asked him to pay. And now he's testifying to the Manhattan DA. Davy, Davy Pecker, who knows what he's gonna spill? We knew old Donnie had a cheating streak. More women coming forward nearly every week. Now with this news, things sure look bleak. Trump's worried about what his pecker will leak. Davy, Davy Pecker, yeah, the jokes are going straight downhill. So many laws of which Trump was a wrecker. Till now, out of legal woes, he's been a trekker. So I'm like a gleeful rubber necker, watching him get brought down by his pecker. Davy, Davy Pecker, he might all our hopes fulfill. Lauren Mayer, everybody. She's just she's just so good. David Pecker. 
I, I wouldn't have necessarily thought of that song, but it works. <laughs> she does it really well. All right. Guess what? It's Tuesday, and it's not just any Tuesday. It's that other Tuesday. The following Oops. Pro- Oops. Wrong one. Oh, no. Oh, this is how it goes right here. If the news gives you the blues, here's the perfect place to go. It's Tuesdays with Carla and the Nicole Sandler Show. Laffy's here. She's at, she's in Canada, but she's here. Hi. Hi. I'm leaving Canada in a week. I'm so depressed. Oh, I, I love it here. I can't believe a month has gone by already. Right. And it's look, I see you, your little yard is behind you and it looks nice and yeah. sunny there. You know, I was watching. I woke we up this hail. morning. You had hail today? Yeah. It goes from like sunny to rain, light rain usually. Hail, snow, sunny. It's like there's an old saying I remember in Vermont when we visited. If you don't like the weather, just wait a minute. Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of like that here. Yeah. Well, you know, in Florida, when we first moved here, in 1971, um, you know, I was amazed that you, we'd stand in the front of the house and it would be beautiful. And you walk to the back yeah. and it's raining because there are, yeah. you know, you could see the cloud and you could see right where the rain is coming from. And you, you could you could be across the street and it's clear on one side. I like and that here. Yeah, that actually other. I think that happened here because um, I was looking out the front and Mr. Laffey said something in the back. It was sunny. And I said, no, no, it's raining. He said, "No, it's sunny." Right. Yep. <laughs> but but um, yeah, weather I'm now though, miss it so much. is getting weirder right? and weirder. You know, it, yeah, this it, today, yeah. parts of the country like uh, Phoenix. Uh, what am I getting myself into? Ninety-nine degrees today is the high in Phoenix, and even really? in places, yes, and in some places wow. where, you know, it's still usually kind of chilly in April. It's in the eighties. Like and, and around a lot of places around the country today. So it's that weird time of the year when it's spring, but it, you know, seems like it's, it's totally skipped over spring, but it is yeah. what it is. It's just um, climate crisis. That's what it is. That's what it is. Although Jeff Charlotte was here yesterday and he said, oh, I love him. He, he's so good. I, I disagree yeah. with him on a couple of things. It, w- it was a great discussion as it always is with him um and you know his new book is the undertow it's uh the subtitle is scenes from a slow civil war and yes that's what i've seen him on air talking about it well because the book just came out so he's doing the the whole you know book launch thing and a lot of interviews um but a couple of points we disagreed on one is you know, Ashley Babbitt is pretty much the centerpiece of the book. And she's I, the martyr. She's the martyr. She made herself a martyr. But yep. um, I said, you know what? Given what she did, the way they broke into the Capitol, and then she was crawling through the window to get into the House chamber, I thought the cop who shot her was doing his job. I think, look, his job is to protect the members of Congress who are in the house chamber. And she was going through the window that was broken in the door to get through. She was told to stop. She saw he had a gun. She kept going. Right. You shoot. He said, no, she shouldn't have shot. And I disagree with him on that, but I agree with him. Really? Jeff, you know what? He is inherently, I think kind. And he, you know, because he's been around the country, he travels around and he talks to these people. Yeah. I know I know me and you know me. 
I have mm-hmm. a mouth and I sometimes speak before I think. And mm-hmm. I'd probably say something really stupid and wind up getting killed. He knows how to <laughs> suss out the situation and deal with people. You know, when he goes to a, a Trump rally and he's been to many of them, sure. he doesn't get a press pass. He gets in line with the people and he talks to them. And he he doesn't, you know, come at it like I'm the press. He he, right. he mingles with them and he's person on person. Right. And so yeah. he sees them as human beings, which is important for the work he does. I don't see them as human beings. I see them as uh, as just horrific, sorry excuses for human beings, if that makes any sense. I, I yeah, you know, I don't have I don't have me. the patience for them. And here's the thing, you know, I've tried to talk to reasonable Republicans. I had no. a friend, for instance, who is a musician um, and I keep seeing his. That's video. an oxymoron. I, I, oxymoron, by the way. What reasonable Republican? Yeah, yeah. It is because well, I've talked about it. I, this guy John Andrasik, a very old dear friend of mine, although we've drifted apart, and we've drifted apart mm-hmm. because he's a right wing crazy person, and mm-hmm. he came through here. I don't know six months ago or so. He came on the show. He had a new song out uh, about. Um, uh, Vladimir Zelensky, uh, he's supportive of our actions in Ukraine. I wonder where he's at now that his yeah. people want to pull funding. Um, but his song was, Can One Man Change the World? And it was a beautiful song. And I had him on the air. And then, you know, I went to see his show because he played down here and he never plays down here. And we talked and I said, you know, we sh- you should come on my show because I-, I want to talk to somebody who is a reasonable person who is a Republican, so I can try uh-huh. to understand. And he's like, I'm not talking politics with you. Oh. Well, why? If you believe it, why won't you talk? And you know what? And he just ran away from me. And then there's a video that keeps popping up on my YouTube feed. That's him with Glenn Beck. And it's why does this oh, Grammy-nominated oh, artist, why is he shunned oh, no. by the music industry? Because he's a fucking maggot. That's why. Ugh. So... I've, uh, I'm, I hate to say it, I've written him off, and it's sad because you know it is we sad. used to be friends. I know. I uh, it, and even when they're, I want to say nice about it. Like uh, my my twins have a friend who uh, I've met you know many many times, and and she's just a riot. She's hilarious. She's very sweet, very religious, and she voted for Trump. And God. my kids couldn't believe it, and. They're all in their late thirties, just so you you can get context here. And when they talked about it with her, you know, she was just so kind about it. You know, like, well, I really believe that you know some of the things and this and that. And, and but you couldn't reason with her. Right. You know, as nice as she was about the way she talked about it, and she wasn't. She's genuinely nice. I mean, she genuinely thinks that she was doing the right thing. Yeah. She wasn't. She, you know, she and she. Um, oddly, she's she's not a racist at all. Uh, her upbringing is, is, is just, you know, but I'm going to now caveat it, mm-hmm. but if she voted for Trump, yeah. I said to the, the boys, then doesn't that kind of, she's supporting a racist mm-hmm. out, out and outward racist. So doesn't that kind of, I don't know. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't justify <laughs> that. I can't, I can't, that's a disconnect in my yep. head. Yep. Yep. No, well, you I'll know? tell you, I, uh, she doesn't listen, so I can say it. My sister, who I'm not, you know, 
she, you know, she's, I don't think she's not a Trumper, but I think uh, she's got a new, she got a fiance, she got engaged. So she's Uh divorced and now she's engaged again. And I think he must be a Republican or something. My sister lives about 20 minutes away from me. I saw her because she took me to the Springsteen concert. She got a pair of free tickets somehow uh-huh. and took me, um, which was very nice of her. But I, I, before that, I hadn't seen her since before the pandemic started. That's that's how close we are. So anyway, um, when when we were talking, you know, I, I brought up something. She's like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want I don't talk oh. politics to me. And I'm like, Mindy. You're a Republican, aren't you? She's like, I'm not anything. I hate them all. They're all horrible. Meanwhile, I start talking about, we went, oh, I got to tell you the story because I've been meaning to tell you about this. This is awesome. Um, so I'm on Facebook and I stay on Facebook because I have old friends and mostly my friends from the music industry and the radio world are on there and, I, and, and old friends. So, so I get a message on Facebook from from Marilyn, from Marilyn Nattis. Marilyn Nattis was my mother's best friend when I was a kid growing up. We used to go, we lived in New York. We'd come to Florida for Christmas vacation together, our families. Our families would mm-hmm. do everything together. Marilyn and my mom were best friends. Well, my mom died in 1979. I think the last time I saw Marilyn was at her funeral because she Mm -hmm. and her husband Herbie split up and Herbie stayed in touch with my dad but Marilyn just sort of disappeared so I get this message she's living in Boca which is you know 20 minutes up the road and um it says please call me and I called her and we had a great talk and I said well I'd love to come see you so Mindy and I went up there not this past weekend but the weekend before and we brought you know bagels locks and cream cheese and we talked and it was just like ah I, you know, the minute when I hung up with her, I just, I just broke into tears. I just like, oh. this was, I, again, she was as close as somebody could be. And I hadn't seen yeah. her. My mother died in October of 1979. So I really think her funeral was the last time I saw her. So we went and visited Marilyn. Well, Marilyn is the one who brought it up. She said, can you believe what's happening in the, in this world? And I'm like, uh-huh. no. And we talked about that's right when DeSantis signed the permitless carry um, bill. That, so anybody, I guess you still right. have to have a background check, but anybody who passes a background check doesn't need to, a license, doesn't need right. training, doesn't need anything. Just can concealed carry a gun. So anybody in Florida over the age of, I think, 18 can walk around mm-hmm. and carry a gun. And Mindy's right. like, no. I'm like, yeah. I find out she doesn't pay attention to the news, but they all suck. That's her that's her attitude. They all suck. They're all horrible. I hate all of them. But she has no clue what's going on. And meanwhile, I said something about um, you know, in schools, the um that that they're, they're, the law is making its way through the state legislature because they're in their session right now where you can't even, you know, the whole don't, don't say gay thing. You can't talk about anything. They're passing this law where, girl, you can't talk about a menstrual cycle right. until the eighth grade. Well, I'm sorry, girls these days get their periods in fourth and fifth grade and sixth yeah, grade. Yeah. And if you can't Crazy. say anything, and Mindy's like, that's not true. And I said, it's not happened what? yet. It's not law yet. She doesn't pay attention. It just drove me uh. crazy. Yes, David. David's here. 
I'll see your sister <laughs> and raise you. Oh, yours are my sister. Yes, your your my yours sister out of the is in another universe. Oh, my family, we were. My parents both were raised in Orthodox homes. Mm-hmm. We were not raised Orthodox, but we were taught our culture. All three of my sisters were bat mitzvahed. I was bar mitzvahed. And for that generation, the three girls being bat mitzvahed was somewhat unusual. Right. Yes, it was. The youngest of my three sisters has gone so far off the end religiously, she's Hasidic. Yeah, and they live that, in Israel. She lives in Israel. That's wow. insane enough. And she's but, a Netanyahu supporter. <clears throat> but... I check her Facebook page from time to time, and she is so deep into Trumpism being a maggot and and, uh, pro-Second Amendment and anti-Black Lives Matter and Antifa, and like you say, pro-Netanyahu. I mean, it's just, I look at her page, and I can't believe this person was ever in the same state I was in. Forget the same Uh. house that I grew up in. I would like to say one more thing. I have walked away from friends that I have known going back 40 years because of the fact that they went right, hard right. And this wasn't just under Trump. This was under Bush. When when, When I realized that they were voting without any hesitation, for a agenda that was homophobic, anti-universal mm-hmm. health care, misogynistic, racist, etc. How can I be friends with somebody? Yeah, we had a past where those sort of issues didn't come up. And then it really hardened when, when you got sick. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. for somebody yeah. to be a friend of mine who would deny my wife having health care that saved her life, fuck them. Right. I don't need people like that in my life. Right. Fuck every single maggot on the face that of the is earth. Exactly, Sideways see, that's with the cactus. It. It, yep. when, it, when it gets personal, I don't think, well, they must realize it, but if they don't, they should be made aware of it, that it, get, it does affect people that they, they uh, assume to care about. Did you ever say that to them? Like, you know, this affects people. You the people you love may not be able to get health care. Did you ever discuss yeah, uh, that? Well, with he's that? already gone, but you know he oh, hasn't he talked to oh, his sister for sure, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, but you know, there's this hard right. Yeah, but the thing with my sister is, she's like now apolitical. She used to not be. So you know, but we talk so infrequently. But yeah. so, but but I said something. I said so. You know, you like DeSantis. She's like, well, he's not all bad. I said, tell me one oh, thing God. that he's not bad on. One thing. She's like, I'm not doing this now. Oh, so, yeah, okay. right. Of course. We both of have course. my father's temper. So anyway, th- yeah. So. But you know happened. what? Even if there even if it, there is one thing that shouldn't that shouldn't matter anyway. Look at the things that he is. Oh, doing. I know. But that's my yeah. always my challenge. Tell me one good right. thing Name he's something. done. She couldn't. Put your money and the thing is, is. Right. she was unaware of all this horrible shit he's doing. You know, the six week abortion ban. So there's a yeah. story here. It it made the Washington Post yesterday. And um, did you hear about this? The Washington Post had a story. Damn, I closed the window. Hold on. About these two women who both um, were turned away from the hospital yeah. down here um, because, well, they were pregnant. Their pregnancies were in trouble. That the doctors knew that they wouldn't carry the term that they'd that right. they'd miscarry or worse, and they sent these women home. 
And right. Didn't one, one of them, like, bleed half of her blood yes, out or something? Yes, in fact, they sent her home. She 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 went to, a, I guess, to get her hair cut. And she, mm-hmm. and she went in the bathroom and it started, her water oh. had broken. Her water had broken at like, I don't know, 18, 20 weeks or something. I don't remember the exact, yeah. but, and she's in the bathroom of this beauty salon oh, and God. she had to text her husband, come in here. I'm in trouble. Now. And she, yeah. she delivered the stillborn fetus. Oh. And then she started just hemorrhaging. And by oh the time they got her to the hospital, she had lost half her blood. She was in the hospital for right. a week. The doctor told her her husband she may not make it. The <laughs> hospital is Broward Health in Coral Springs right here. The same hospital that I went to when I thought I was having a heart attack. When I, Apparently I didn't. But they, they did a chest x-ray. And never told me that there was a mass on my lung. It was my cardiologist the next day when I went for the angiogram who said, what did they tell you at the hospital about your chest x-ray? I said, they didn't. He said, well, there's a mass on your lung. And I have to tell you this because if you need a stent when we do the angiogram, I can't use a medicated stent because if they have to do a biopsy. And I'm like, I have a what? They didn't tell me at that hospital. Broward Health, Coral Springs, don't go Sounds there. Lovely. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm reading about this in the Washington Post, and it figures. Mm. And so bad hospital on top of a fucked up governor who's making women suffer like this. Right. So there's negligence, criminal negligence, it sounds like. And uh, just being a criminal. I mean, just yes. being a total misogynistic horrible. fascist. It's horrible. horrible. Well, and, and, and Kathy Turner saying, doesn't sending someone home violate medical ethics? Well, yeah, but the problem is because these laws are being made by people who have no medical training whatsoever, women mm-hmm. who are in danger of they, they know they're carrying around a fetus that's malformed, that is not going to live, that's going to be born dead. They still can't remove it. They can't do a DNC because it's illegal because she's been pregnant more than six weeks or 15 weeks or whatever the bullshit time frame these non-doctors sure. have prescribed saying, you know, abortions after that day. It's crazy. We're hearing more and more of these stories every day. And a lot oh, of women. Imagine the ones we're not hearing. I know. Right. These thousands. are all the ones there we're hearing. There have to be thousands. And thousands. Oh, my yes. God. I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to give you some good news. You want to do my intro? Sure. Is let's. Intro? Do I have an intro? Yeah, we do. It's the old intro, but that's okay. Because, oh, that's you know. Okay, that's fine. Whoops. Not that one. Some of tweets. It's this one. Yeah, there, there's some tweets. Welcome to my tweet I have to sneeze. You know oh. that feeling when you're like, it's coming, but it's, it's there, but it's not. Yes. Oh, and then it okay. stops. Yeah, and then you stopped. go crazy. Yep. Did the song end? Because I can't yes, hear it. Yes, it did. Sorry. Tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet. Okay. So, fuck around and find out, Jim Jordan. Mm. The New York Times and every other outlet now is reporting that the Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, sued Representative Jim Jordan in an extraordinary step, I'm reading, Uh intended to keep congressional GOP from interfering in the office's criminal case against Trump. The 50-page lawsuit filed in federal court in uh, SFNY, what is this? Southern Um, District of New York, SDNY. SDNY, that was a typo on my part, sorry. SDNY accuses Jordan of a, quote, brazen and unconstitutional attack on the prosecution of Trump and, quote, transparent campaign to intimidate and attack the DA. Lawyers for Bragg are seeking to bar Jordan 
and his congressional allies from enforcing a subpoena sent to Mark Pomerantz, who was once a leader of the district attorney's Trump investigation and who later wrote a book about that experience. Pomerantz resigned early uh, last year after Bragg just weeks into his first term, decided not to seek an indictment of Trump at that time. Bragg's lawyers, including Theodore Boutros Jr. and Leslie Dubeck, also intend to prevent any other such subpoenas. Jordan has left the uh, open the possibility of subpoenaing Bragg. Pomerantz, also named as a defendant in the suit, thought that uh, that appears to be a formality. By naming him, Bragg's lawyers are seeking to block Pomerantz from testifying if he were legally compelled to do so. Pomerantz has shown no indication he's willing to testify voluntarily. Jordan's committee announced on Monday that it plans to hold a field hearing in New York City on April 17th, apparently intending to suggest that Bragg is focused on the prosecution of Trump rather than Manhattan's crime rate. But oops, on Monday afternoon, a spokesman for the DA's office characterized the hearing as a political stunt and pointed toward police department data that shows murders, shootings, and burglaries are down in Manhattan this year. (laughs) It's opposite world. I'm telling you, it's It's just crazy. Opposite world. Opposite but world. I'm just so glad Bragg has got some spine and, and is, is not putting up with this crap. No, he I, I'm good for him. It's good. And, yes. And then uh, my my friend on uh, Mastodon, Panda Chronicle, said, are fucking tax dollars at work? Maybe Jim Jordan should have shown up for his subpoena if he thinks they're so important. Exactly. No, it's it's the old it's OK if you're a Republican. They, they bend yeah. over backwards to excuse people of their political persuasion for anything, any any wrongs, anything they do, it's okay. But God forbid a Democrat does something, you know, a little off kilter. Oh, for the, 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 it's the end of the world. Of course, it's always that way. But that's the, and I, I say this all the time. So if I'm redundant, sorry about that. But um, they're the Republican strategy. Well, I call them the fascist party strategy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me is to be blatantly hypocritical, blatantly uh, lie and gaslight and cheat. And that's the strategy. They're open about it. They're, they're flaunting it. They're proud of it. It's yeah. no longer a let, let, let's do this and maybe we can get, you know. No, this is what they do. Now, look, we're being hypocrites. And you know what? It's getting us votes, they think. Yeah, they, so. Well, I don't think it's getting them votes. And I hope they keep going down this road, this anti-abortion crusade that they're on and, you know, this authoritarian nonsense because they're pissing people off. Even Republicans are going this. They're they're going too far. So keep it up. Oh, right. I mean, that's that's the silver lining. But unfortunately, in the meantime, meantime. all the damage is is creating, all the damage is doing that will take years and years to undo I know. you know so so women are dying yep that you can't undo at all nope um nope and women are being traumatized if they don't even if they Horribly. don't die so you can't undo that you know so they're doing and and trying to cheat their way into winning votes it's going to take forever to try to undo all those republican legislatures yeah. that are oh. now trying their best to do everything it. they can to to uh, defeat democracy so you know, yes, it, it's getting people pissed. And yes, maybe, hopefully, they'll lose the next elections. But in the meantime, it's it's horrible. Well, it's, you it's know, just totally. It, yeah. We, we, this is when we need some kind of group to come out of the shadows and say, yeah. oh, you know what? Yeah. We, 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 we're, we've been quietly gathering dirt. <laughs> we have yes. stuff. And go figure. Remember Anonymous? 
Oh, sure. Anonymous. Yeah. Who, you know, they put they 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 show up for a while. They they threaten a lot of stuff. I, they yeah, haven't they really for a while. Nothing's materialized much, but they yeah. released a video the other day. I think they've done yeah. it a lot. I, I just happened to see this one. Um, This one uh, video I'm going to play for you came from TikTok. And Did just, this go viral? Uh, I don't know. Um, by the oh, way, the okay. TikTok screen name is Anonymous. I am mm-hmm. Legion. It is mm-hmm. them. It is the group. Um, yeah. And well, here's a video that they just put out like two days ago. Here we go. This is a message to the GOP from Anonymous. We gave you warnings. We gave you time to adjust your actions to meet the wants and needs of the people. Okay. In that time, you have used the majorities you hold in states to expel members of Congress. You passed laws to inspect transgender children's genitalia. You have overstepped and now we can share what we did with that time. Ooh. Anonymous has mm. a dark web database where information is posted to the world and the collective. Mm. I cannot say its web address here thanks to TOS guidelines. Mm. We are going to call this dark web database the bin. The bin. Marjorie Taylor Greene might recognize the passwords Bortz and Pruin 7 ooh, because ooh. MTG has had all of her information breached and posted on the bin. Ooh. Lauren ooh. Boebert blessed 77, you are on the bin. <laughs> ooh. Clarence ooh. Thomas, your Pornhub account is on the Whoa! bin. Remember, <laughs> human rights and civil rights are not negotiable. Uh-huh. Okay. Anonymous. Um, okay, great. They have Lauren Boebert's and Marge's uh, passwords. Yeah, yeah. No, but, get, get to Thomas. But get to Thomas. <laughs> Clarence Thomas, your Pornhub account is on the bin? Clarence Th- And I believe Clarence Thomas has a Pornhub account. Too. Oh, I do too. I have no doubt. So, okay, Anonymous, <laughs> you have teased us with these things for years. Bring it. it. Bring it. Okay, I, you know, I'm ready. Do they ever? Do they ever bring it? I can't remember. I don't. I don't. I don't know that they've ever followed through on the, the you know the the things they've teased us with before. I don't then know. Then what's the point? What is you know? I I don't know. Look, I don't know. But yeah. on the off chance <laughs> that, that there's <laughs> something there, oh please, please let it be true. After what Clarence Thomas and his, you know, pubic hair on the cocaine that he did to Anita oh, yeah. Hill, eh, and and now his, you know, his trips. And by the way, you heard about his big benefactor, whose house is filled oh, yeah. with Nazi memorabilia and Hitler originals stuff. and signed, autographed, autographed Mein Kampf. Um, yeah. Oh, Hitler's linens and tablecloths and stuff. It's just disgusting. And yet, it's and they're offended by drag shows, right? It's just insane. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so offensive. Yeah. I mean, and his excuse was, oh, no, I, it's, you know, because I, I disdain them so much. I wanted to, it's like, right. let's oh. keep the, um, the Confederate stuff out there so we don't forget our history. Right. Bullshit. And sort of using let me, that excuse. Let me tell you something. I think Nazi memorabilia is disgusting and Hitler was, uh, you know, just was just, you know, a, a world as bad as they come. I don't want any of his shit in my house. This is exactly. a bullshit lie. He's got and, and he has statues in his yard of all the 20th century worst dictators ever. This is oh, who I this know. guy he's, idolizes. He's nut. He's a nutcase. Every, can you imagine? I'm going to save my autographed book by that wasn't really written by Trump because I want to remember how horrible this time was. No, 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 no. I don't want any 
memory of Trump once, if this ever ends, once this is over, I don't want to think about him. I don't want to look at him. I don't want to be reminded of him. Yep. I, I haven't a good enough memory where uh, the bad stuff, you know, is sort of indelible in my head. So no, I don't need that. Yep. That's a, that's crazy. Um, um, by the way, somebody uh, in the chat, Dan just asked in the chat room, where does the anonymous clip come from? Is there a URL? It's on their TikTok account. It's TikTok. And the account is anonymous. I am Legion, all one word. So that's where you find it. That's where I found it. The whole word anonymous. I am anonymous. Legion? I am Legion. Okay. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, Ryan Riley, he, yes. he now uh, reports for NBC for um, mostly the January 6th uh, court cases and, and keeps track of, of who's been arrested and who hasn't and all that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he said Robert Sanford, the ex-firefighter who chucked a fire extinguisher at cops on January 6th, was sentenced to four plus years, 52 Good. months in federal prison. Cool. He went to, are you ready? He went to a cult deprogrammer to figure out how he came to actually believe Trump's lies about the 2020 election. And I'm thinking the fascist party swears it's not a cult, right? Right. You know what they, say? they do. Yeah. But yet one yeah, of their weird. cult members said it is yeah. a cult. Yeah, he hmm. had to go to a cult deprogrammer. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. I want to know who that deprogrammer is, and I want to know what the guy said to him. I, I, I think I think it's a grasp, grasping at straws move because he thought that might get him out of a prison sentence, oh, but apparently sure. it didn't. No, it didn't help at all. He got four-plus years, 52 months. Good. Uh, which still isn't enough for any of them. No. I just wish they'd all go forever, but, you know. Um, here's an interesting thread. It's a, a slightly long, not not terribly. Mm-hmm. Um, former a, by a former CIA attorney who goes by Secrets and Laws on Twitter. Okay. Um, and Empty Wheel uh, is the one who posted it. She said that she basically agrees with everything, and you know, like, look, I'm not alone. This guy is, knows his stuff, and he agrees with me. And so here's what he said. It's just interesting. Let's hope he's right. Um, it's in the news item was congressional leaders gain access to classified documents from the homes of Trump, Biden, and Pence. That, that, you know, was a news item that came out recently. And his thread, he says, while I always urge caution when reading the tea leaves, this could be a sign that the document investigations have largely concluded and that charging decisions have been made, or at least imminent. The primary reason not to share the documents with Congress would be that either through leaks or secret back channels, information could be shared with the defense and or witnesses that would allow them to coordinate on their stories. But if the investigations have concluded, that concern is lessened considerably. One, relevant witnesses have all been brought into the grand jury, so their stories are locked in. Two, if Trump is charged, the docs will be turned over in classified discovery almost immediately. And then he goes on to say, even then, the Justice Department would still prefer not to share key evidence with Congress while pretrial proceedings are ongoing. But my guess is that weighing everything, to, this is him talking, is that weighing everything together, they decide that the benefit of sharing, and then in parentheses, appeasing congressional leaders, outweighed the risks. But I think they'd only reach this decision if the investigation phase had largely concluded. So that's an interesting take. It is. No, everything points to the fact that all these investigations that have been going on for so long are nearing the end. You know, they're getting yeah. they're bringing in the big guns. They're going for the Mike Pence's and the Mark Meadows and the, you know, and the and the the, the high level targets or whatever they call them. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, have but, been called in. Right. And and so hopefully it's going to be one thing after another after another coming at this guy. And then today I heard 
a new poll came out and his approval ratings are just tanking. He's now at 25%. Yeah, 25%. I saw that. And I saw another poll. I didn't look at it, but basically everyone um, that they polled, you know, a big majority of people are um, are supportive of the two Tennessee or uh, representatives. Oh, yeah. The, the, the two Justins. And that, uh, oh, God, I forgot the other half of that poll. But anyway, in other words, things are going in our direction in that in these polls. I hope they play out. I hope people vote. Oh, yes. Now, here's something that will piss you off. Yeah. Piss me off. Okay. This is via Cluster Fox. Cluster oh. Fox put this out in a, in a news alert. Okay. Um, Shark Tank star Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful. He's not he wonderful. Calls he d- he calls himself that, right? He's an asshole. He's yeah, a yes, big yes asshole and he never he rarely makes deals people hate him they always wait for no, other well, people he tries, anyway, to, he he tries to take advantage of everybody he just he right. tries, yeah. he's, horrible. he's horrible but it's, it's lovely to see them him his foils you know beating him at the game but yep. anyway that aside so kevin o'leary plan he says plans to build a new u.s oil refinery to quote do the right thing for America. Oh, God. But he's not even American. He's a Canadian. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. We, we're we're, I, kicking, I get, him out. we're I, kicking him out. We're kicking kick him out. Kick him out. You kick him out. I don't want him here. <laughs> I don't want him here either. I don't want him here. Ugh. Anyway, yeah. what what a despicable, even, even if he didn't do it. Right. And just to say it. Yep. Is so sickening. He's such a fuckhead. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> just had to get that one out. Sorry. I get mad too, you know. I know. I, I, know. I, I kind of well, have a temper like yours, but I keep my mouth shut more than you do. Right, That's the right. Difference. No, I just bleh, <laughs> just all bleh, comes spilling. I up. like that at home. At home, <laughs> I'll say anything, but but in public, I'm I'm much more measured. Yeah. No, um, I, okay, I, so, I speak first and think later. It's like maybe I yeah, shouldn't have said that. Perfectly fine with me. <laughs> it keeps life interesting. Um, I'll I'll give you the the sort of headline graph and then I'll give you Dave Johnson. Okay. Buddy Dave Johnson. Yes. Okay, the the little graph is the killer posted on F, on Facebook. And then he might quote kill a few people on my way to work, got yeah. in his car, ran a red light, yep. drove directly into a Black Lives Matter protest yep. and shot and killed a protester because he felt quote threatened. Yep. And it took less than 24 hours after a jury found the army sergeant guilty for Texas Governor Greg Abbott to announce plans to pardon a convicted killer as soon as a request, quote, hits my desk. That's your guy. That Not your guy, but, you know, that's your horrible governor. Oh, no, is this Texas? No, that's I'm sorry. Texas. I'm thinking I transposed them he, in my head just now because buying. they're the same person. He, he keeps trying yeah. to one up. They keep trying to one up each other. He and death sentence. Right. I, in my head, they, honestly, they're all interchangeable. But, yes, this is Texas. Greg Abbott. Horrible. So he, he was going to do that. So Dave Johnson, our buddy, mm-hmm. he said, this is an in caps. This is the most dangerous event so far in the country's lurch to fascism. This is a Republican governor yep. telling right wing fascists to start shooting. He says, it's okay now. No one will to- uh, hold you re- accountable if you murder, quote, those people after the Louisville shooting. Um so, oh, I'm sorry. That's a part of another one. I'm so sorry. That was that was leading into the next one. So this is um, this. He's right, though. These governors are are like you said, the gun laws in Florida, the gun mm-hmm. laws, laws in Texas, uh, open carry whenever you want. You don't need a permit anymore. Yep. You can do whatever. You just buy a gun. You're fine. Go ahead and shoot someone. Oh, well, yeah, um, we'll have to sh- you know pray a lot and think a lot about it. But it's okay. Let's have more guns because yeah. we need more guards, and, and, right? Which come, which is coming up. Right. And um, the thing is, you know, this is very similar to what happened in Tennessee. These people, 
Governor Greg Abbott or the Tennessee House of Representatives believe that they are empowered to overturn the will of the people. It's what they tried to do on January 6th as well. Take these three members who were duly elected by the people in their districts to represent them in that House of Representatives and said, no, we're going to nullify that. We're going to remove them because they dared to participate in a protest. And then we found out there was a child molester on the floor that they protected. They didn't they didn't uh, they didn't um, uh, eject. There was somebody who peed on other people's chairs. They didn't eject that person. But they these three participated in a protest because people were killed in an elementary school by a person with a gun um, and they get they get uh, ejected and, you know, and on and on. These people think again, that they can undo the, the will of the people and they can't. But again, it's open racism and they are proud of it. After um, after after uh, Justin Jones came back in mm-hmm. um, and he said his his thank you sort of thing. You know, he had his fist up and, and he was very, oh, he's so eloquent. Um, the guy who was in the, the Republican with the gavel, yeah, the, the, he gave him the, a, a look of disdain, the tone of his voice. You know, it's always about hating the black guy. Yes. And well, they and do. It's, it's just open, but it's just open. They don't care anymore. It's just like, you know what? We hate the black people. That's yep. what they're, you know, we hate you. Yep. And we're going to make it really obvious. Anyway, after the Louisville shooting, Stuart Stevens, who was the a Republican consultant, no more, uh, says mass shooting by former employee at bank protected by trained armed guards. But <laughs> arming teachers is the solution to school shooting. Right. So here's the thing. A bank is protected by professionals with guns whose job it is to use those guns to protect the people in the bank and keep it from getting robbed. In this case, it wasn't a robbery. It was a mass shooter who came in and still killed five people and injured severely eight more, even with, sorry, trained gunmen there to protect them. Now you think some teacher who, you know, is not a regular shooter. Even if she was, even if she was, it's insane. Obviously, a good guy with a gun in this case didn't help. No. And when you're when you're in the middle of a terrifying, traumatic, chaotic uh, 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 event that's happening all around you with someone with a an AR-15 spraying right. little kids to Ugh, death. Horrible. You're not going to take your special gun that's in your desk in your little pop gun and be a perfect shooter and right in the nick of time and kill someone like in the cowboy movies. <sighs> that doesn't happen. Doesn't. They did a long time ago. I posted a video. I think it was ABC who did it. Um, and they did uh, where they trained the, uh, the anchor or whoever the reporter and trained them to, to react in oh, a, a situation like story. that. Yep. Remember this? Then they put them in that situation. It was simulated. Yes. And they still couldn't do it. No. There, you, because you get completely because, panicked and discombobulated. There's no you're way in you a crisis you mode. You're in crisis mode, and and you right. freeze. Um, yeah, and it happens all the time. You you can't. Right. You know. Yeah. No. There's no way. Anyway. No way. Um, okay, here we are with our uh, with our uh, myth myth of stone. I can oh, barely yes. say this. The, the abortion drug. Yeah. Right. Massachusetts and Washington state have bought one to three year supplies of Mifepristone to prevent their residents from being cut off by the right-wing anti-abortion ruling by Trump-appointed federal judge in Texas. And then the LA Times reported that uh, Governor Gavin Newsom 
my governor, announced that California will stockpile an emergency supply of 2 million abortion pills known as misoprostol. That's the other and, one. and that's right. the other half, right. right? And it's not it's not quite as as effective this way, but at least it's something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Newsom said, in response to this extremist ban on a medication abortion drug, our state has secured a stockpile of an al- alternative medication abortion drug to ensure that Californians continue to have access to safe reproductive health treatments. We will not cave to extremists who are trying to outlaw these critical uh, abortion services. Medication abortion remains legal in California. Um, And so to back that up, the headline, Big Pharma begs to keep abortion pills on the market after right-wing judge bans it. And um, Sarah Burris says, maybe next time they shouldn't give money to the Republicans on the Judiciary Committee that passed this guy through. Right. That's the thing. Big Pharma wants to, st- oh my God, we're going to bleed money now because they're going to stop the sale of these pills. And all of a sudden they're trying to be the good guys. Maybe they should have been the good guys to begin with. Right. You know, I can't find this uh, recent article, but there, I'm, I'm Googling it because I just heard something that there is a group that's suing um, on a Jewish group saying you need to religious exemption from these abortion laws because in Judaism, the health of the mother is what's paramount. And they do not consider a, a baby being born until the baby's born until the baby is born and outside of the mother entirely and living on its own. That, that fetus is part of the woman and the woman's health is paramount and they don't mm-hmm. Jews don't buy this no abortion shit um but I, they're the I, wrong religion of course right you see it's all about religion don't you know and yeah, it's all and, about christianity don't you know oh, god you know jeff jeff charlotte and i talked about this yesterday too that you yeah. know this whole religion um thing this aspect this this christian nationalism uh, aspect to this MAGA movement is really frightening. But you know what? It's all organized religion. Although I got to say, Judaism seems the most reasonable, at least on yeah. this abortion stuff. But you heard the story about the Dalai Lama, right? Oh, my God. Oh, okay. yes, I did. Okay. But, yeah, I, oh, my God. I, I, you know, there was a movie back in the early 90s, and I only remember it because Chris Isaac was in it. It was called mm-hmm. Little Buddha. And it was, do you know how the Dalai Lama is picked? They no. They find like a child when the old Dalai Lama dies, apparently the spirit then leaves. I'm probably screwing this up. So if I get it wrong, I apologize. But <laughs> okay. it's all bullshit anyway. Just of it, right? right? It's all <laughs> bullshit anyway. So the, yeah. the spirit leaves and then finds some young child. So the monks find the child who has the spirit of the Dalai Lama or some nonsense like that. And they basically take a kid at the age of, I don't know, five or six. And then they, it lives in the monk palace or wherever they live and they train him, and it becomes the Dalai Lama. This Dalai Lama, who's 87 or 89 years old, started at age six or seven, something like that. He was plucked out of obscurity and said, okay, you're the holy one. Well, I don't know about holy, but did you hear this story? So, all right. I, 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 it's just, it's hard to even say it. Whoops, hold on. Let me get that off your face. I had one of my, my oh, my soup uh, recipe there. I'm making a delicious soup for dinner. You know what? I'm yes. going to interrupt you for one yeah. second just because okay. I, I, you need to take this down. Um, 
under my name. What do I have? Do I have, have something wrong? Rule, which well, is something that shouldn't be there. I have. Oh, what do I have? <laughs> you have laughs rule. I oh oh shoot. Hold on. How did I? Okay. Do? Okay. I'll get. I'll take that down. Um, Thank you. Mass. Oh, I see. That's gone. Okay. That's okay. Sorry about that. Thank um, you. Okay. <laughs> I just had a little panic attack. That's yes. All. Okay. Um, so anyway, the um, yeah. you you don't know. Back I had a guest. On, I had a guest on last week, and I had the wrong thing. I had her name right, but had I had a yeah. previous guest stuff on the bottom. <laughs> My fucking producer. She is just she's spaced out sometimes, and she just <laughs> screws up constantly. I don't know where her head is at. She you know needs what to an amateur because <laughs> you know I pay her a lot. Not really, yeah. but you know, you got to dock her. Damn, damn, producer! I got to fire her or something. You know, whip her into shape. That's me. We're talking about me. I do everything. Totally. Everything. Okay. So everything. Like literally everything. And sometimes There's I not a get thing things wrong. Right. So okay. So here's the story about the Dalai Lama. He's out mm-hmm. doing some event, meeting people, and. I'm just going to read this to you because I can't even paraphrase it because it's so disturbing. Um, Okay. The Dalai Lama has apologized after a video emerged showing the spiritual leader kissing a child on the lips, a child, Mm -hmm. and then asking him to, quote, suck my tongue at an event (laughs) in northern India. In a statement Monday... The office for the Dalai Lama said he, quote, wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world, for the hurt his words may have caused, adding he, quote, regrets the incident. And then they added this, quote, his holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. Okay, so the apology came after a video of the exchange, which happened in February, went viral on social media. Okay, I have the video. Mm. Yeah, let's let's just take a look at what happened here, um, it, and be warned. This is it's disturbing. It's what is wrong with these people? Okay, so here is here's the video. So this is, and it's obviously from India or something. You can see the writing on the. On the uh, across the bottom of the screen. So I don't know if there's any audio on this or not, but started with a hug. Here we go. But then the 87 year old Dalai Lama asked this boy to kiss him on the lips and then suck his tongue. What? Look, the video was taken in February in India, but it only surfaced recently and touched off a social media controversy. Okay. Now, ew, stop. Now, you know, as I said at the end of What's News. Um, you know, Dalai Lama, meet Catholic priests. I hope you all (laughs) rot in hell together. Uh, Seriously, what the fuck? And I'm sorry, that's not fun. It's not funny. It's, uh, uh, it's disgusting. It's traumatic for the kid. Let's put, you know, let's not forget the kid's point of view here. This kid, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Looking at the at some, first of all, some old guy's tongue coming at you without any warning, other than he said, "Suck my tongue." Suck but, I mean, my that's tongue. Not much I mean, 
If someone did that to me and I was that young as a look, I don't know what I, I would have. I'd run away. Right in his face. I would have run away and cried. Yeah. Should have bit that fucking tongue off. Oh, yeah. Eight. God. Ugh. So oh disgusting. Oh, God. Yeah. So disgusting. And that's so, in the name of religion. Is that what we're saying? Yes. And, and as Winston Smith just said in the chat room, isn't organized religion great? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it's, just, it's one of my disgusting pet peeves about the world. I, I, being an atheist, you know, and I was brought up Jewish. Me too. You, um, uh, you, both of us, right? Yeah, yeah, both of us. We're both very reform. Um, very. I mean, I went to what they called Saturday school. It was it was very benign. It was you know more cultural than anything. It was very sort of okay to you know. I didn't have to do a lot of religious stuff. So it's not like, but all on my own as a kid, I hated it. Yeah. I didn't understand why we were praying to something that didn't make sense to me. What is, why are we praying to a a fake thing? And nobody had said that to me. Right. That was just my own little thoughts when I was like seven. Yeah. And And, see, I never had that. My parents were as secular as I was. We just didn't have religion. No, my parents were... I, we're, they they tried to instill the culture in us. Yeah. So we, we would do like uh, Shabbos yeah, and, we, on no, Friday nights. We did yeah, that for oh about, ten, uh, I don't know, like six months. We did none of that. We, you know? Although on and Hanukkah, I kept, I kept, Hanukkah, we yeah. would light candles, but we would yeah, each we pick that. a color and we'd bet on whose candle would burn down <laughs> yes, first. Yes. We didn't yeah, say we, any we never, prayer over the candle. I had no idea what the prayer was. Um, I know. But we'd I pick mean, a color. And who's would burn down? Were pretty, were pretty non-religious, but they wanted for some reason to instill it in us because tradition, you know, tradition. And they wanted me exactly. They they wanted me to marry a Jewish guy, and I never understood that. Like, who cares? And they said, "Well, you're going to raise your children a certain way." I said, "We'll raise them the way we want to raise them, not the way you know you're worried about." Who cares? I I mean, if they want, like, if my kids wanted to be a different religion, that's up to them. It's up to them. I don't care. I mean, I do care, but. It's up to them. Right. Anyway, I would hope I just, my child would be smart enough to know that all organized religion is crap. I Sorry. Just, it is, but I mean, getting down to just what religion is, I don't understand putting faith in something. I mean, you've got the world right in front of you. You have to deal with the world right in front of you. I, I know it feels better to believe in something and to hope that that will make, like, your, your God will. Ch- but when they say thoughts and prayers, Ugh. no, it, have you, has it ever worked? Yeah. No. No. Nope. Nope, nope. So nope, I don't get nope, it. Nope. I don't understand the reasoning behind. I mean, there is no reasoning behind it. It's it's faith. Oh, and so, I don't have faith. Yes. Uh, by that. the way, um, uh, you know, I just checked on Twitter to see if there was any late breaking news or anything. Um, yeah. And Aaron Rupar just retweeted uh-huh. Elmo. So a tweet from oh, no. Elon Musk that says, yeah. "Wait, I'm just going to yeah. put it up on the screen." Oh, God, what? The final date for removing legacy oh, blue yeah. checks is 420. Yeah. Is, is, is is he making a pot reference there or something? I don't know what he's doing. Uh, that already went through Mastodon a few times. Um, like everyone's going, does he mean it this time? Who does he cares? Mean it this time? What's going on? You know, I, I, well, I've been exactly. I've been challenging him. Like, take my fucking blue check mark if you want <laughs> to. Because if you go to my um, my Twitter account here i just i just have to show you this here's uh, if you can read it i don't know if it'll if it shows up well or not um but this is my let me move this over here and see if you can even see it it's it's uh, 
hold on, let me pull it up here. Um, on this screen, it might be easier to see. So <laughs> it says, it's still hard to see, but it says, is it a tweet? Um, oh, no, this thing. is my thing. It says, uh, my blue check was free. Fuck Elmo. <laughs> and, he's still, and that's been up there for, can't you know, see it. You, you can't, but that's what it says. If you go to my Twitter, yeah. it's just at Nicole Sandler. That's what it says on my page. And, it's funny because on Mastodon, I say, bite me, Elmo. I mean, not Elmo. <laughs> I say, must, must grab, yeah. must. Well, I, I say, you know, my blue check mark was free and, uh, yeah. you know, fuck Elmo. And I, 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 I still I, have it. And I still have it. I, you know, whatever. Take you know, it. I got a blue I don't check care. on, on, on post. They invited me <laughs> yeah. to to do it on post. And I went, okay. And I went through the steps they asked and I got the blue check. But I like never use post. I don't yeah, I'm not on post. I mean, I yeah, I signed up for a few of them. You know me. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a hard time getting on Mastodon. I still do it, but not, you know. It's not that hard. I know. I know. It's just it's one cum- more It's a thing. little more cumbersome, it more but cumbersome. It's, it's not that much more cumbersome. Right. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's worth it because you're not, you're not feeding Musk's habit. You're not... You're not, I know, but you know what? The other a... thing is, I'm saying, screw you. This is a you know a place that we've been at for many many years. Don't you're not going to run me out of here. Eventually, you might, but screw you. I'm going to keep using it until I can't well, anymore. Until you, I just you're can't being anymore. run out. Like I wasn't run out. I still have an account there anyway. But I'm I wasn't run out. I chose not to be in a in a an environment filled with Nazis that he let on and having Trump back on and and all the little Trumpies that he all those Ben Shapiro's or whoever they are I don't like I don't like the trolls I don't it's I love my friends I love the news you know that I get from it that's why I continue to stay on and quote from it because mm-hmm. they have terrific threads there yeah really. I, know. I mean I know terrific stuff I know um but I but that's why I'm not using it gotcha it's what I, I, I get it you know I, I get it yeah yep. I just can't deal with well it. did you it's, see who else left Twitter <laughs> you know no. Elmo is so paranoid it's like oh my god they're doing what I'm doing so Substack now has something called Substack Notes which is sort of oh, like God, yes, yes. And so he's threatened by that. So now he will not allow anybody to link to a Substack from Twitter. So Matt Taibbi right. took his yes. toys and went home. He's like, "Well, then I'm leaving." But ooh, a breakup between <laughs> Matt Taibbi and like Elmo. Wow. Right. I, yeah, who's getting the the dog, right? <laughs> um <laughs> I, I, you know, the Matt, the whole Matt Taibbi thing, I have not paid any attention. I see, you know, empty wheel goes on and on and on about it. I never read those threads. I never, well, I really don't know much about it. Watch, watch the interview that Mehdi Hassan did with Matt did. Taibbi. Watched, oh, oh no, I didn't. Whoa. I Wait, did I? Oh my God. Oh, you would know clip. if you I did. did. You would yeah, know I, if no, he I did. did. He took him apart. Matt Taibbi, yeah, I, I used it. to be such a huge fan of his. Huge fan of his. And he, yeah. he totally jumped the shark. What? what? Oh, David said, thank you for following him on his new Twitter. David is now on Twitter. He's I was on just Twitter. Gonna ask him if, if that was he's him. At, I thought it was at him. David M. Sloan, you can follow him now. He's, he, you know, he's been like a lurker. He actually has an anonymous account that nobody knows it's him. So he can oh, be what happened the to real. The other one that it's I was still following. there. Oh, it's still there. Oh, okay. But we doesn't okay. say that's him. So this is him. Yeah. So he's tweeting us himself. Okay, I don't well, know why he, he decided to do that, but. So that he so that he can tweet as himself. The other one, he can say shit and harass people, and nobody knows it's him. Okay. Why even go to Twitter though? I mean, ugh. Because it's there. <laughs> because it's there. Yeah, I guess. 
That's all. I just, I, I, every time I start to like, every so often I'll do a retweet or I'll, I'll definitely reply to people because I think that's polite, but, um, I'll, I'll retweet something that I think will bug muskrat, you know, <sighs> but I, I just can't bring myself just the only time I tweeted in the last several months was when um, Trump got indicted. And oh, I put that yes. out on Twitter. Yep. 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 But that was it. I, I can't it. bring myself to engage on that cesspool anymore. It is a cesspool. And, and I'll tell you something, as it's gotten uglier, I've gotten more, no fucks to give on Twitter. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. just say whatever I want and I'm waiting for them to kick me off <laughs> or suspend me are. or something. And they don't. I don't know why they don't. It's like I'm invisible to them. I really, I push, I push the limits on there and they don't mess with me. What yeah. the reason that I started a Twitter account under my name is because last week I was invited to be a guest lecturer at mm-hmm. my alma mater, the Arizona State University College of Law, mm-hmm. and um, they said that they were going to post it on post the mention of that on Twitter. So I yeah, wanted. I said I don't a have Twitter, a Twitter right. account. I have a Twitter account under a fake name. Yeah, I know. So I can one, talk yeah. shit. And this is going to yeah. be more for like professional type stuff. Yes, I that's gotcha. what it is. Yeah. So that's what it is. By the way, Spaco said Taibi gets twenty thousand paid subscribers on Substack, and it's six bucks a month. That is $1,440,000 a year. That's why oh, Matt boy. Taibbi is leaving Twitter, too, right. because he'll take Substack over Twitter. And that's understandable. And, yes, I did see the interview. I was trying to remember if I saw the whole interview or just the clips. I saw whatever Mehdi put out. Oh, it's the whole, it's, it's 30 minutes. And just, I'm sorry, oh, Matt Taibbi's a fucking saw, hypocrite. He's a fucking I only saw about five hypocrite. Of that. That's all. Well, yeah, oh. and it's really sad. I used to really when he followed me on Twitter. I remember being so excited, like that the was the first such a big time deal I interviewed me. him. I'm like, ah, yeah. you know, it's like, oh my god, I'm such a fan. And then yeah. I, I used to have him on fairly regularly, and then mm-hmm. just one day I'm like, what did he say? What What's he say? Didn't, oh my did, god! I don't know if you saw it, but didn't Keith Olbermann put out a tweet saying like, how could I have ever? I mean, I used to love yeah. this guy and have him on and. I'm kind of like that with Keith, too. So Keith is a little weird as well. Yeah, Um, I think. (laughs) Yeah. You know, he's he's sort of, he jumped the shark a few times. (laughs) Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen that many tweets from him, but he's, I notice he's he's gotten much louder about it. Mm. You know, his tweets are in caps a lot now, which is kind of weird. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. I much prefer Mastodon. It's sort of like a, I do get trolls at Mastodon, but hardly ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still I haven't gotten the interaction thing on mass. It's something's weird. You know, I on Twitter, the thing I like is when somebody t- tweets something and it's sort of a non sequitur, you can click on the, the tweet and it'll show you what they're responding to. It doesn't do that on Mastodon. And I, yes, I it get, does. Well, I, you it, know, well, if you click on any tweet, it'll show you the thread. They uh, don't do quote tweets. You have to right. copy and paste if okay. you want to do a quote tweet. But any, if like if I were, whenever I do a thread, I do a ton of threads there. And yeah. I, you just click on any of the toots and the whole thread shows. So it, okay. does, I don't, it, does it doesn't threads. for me. It doesn't for me. So then you're on the wrong <laughs> app. I, I'm using the master deck. Well, oh, master, master deck should give you that. It, it opens up threads. If you click uh, on it, it'll open up a separate column. Right, we'll talk thread. about this off the air because this is not all really right. thrilling. No, radio, that's right. But... I got carried away, didn't I? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. No worries. It's just, you know, who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll show you how. That's all right. 
Yeah. Okay. Whatever. So um, yeah. I want to tell you what's happening the rest of the week because I've got a okay. the rest of the week is pretty cool. Um, so tomorrow I have this guy. Um, you'll have to find tomorrow. He he's a uh, he's got a book. Um, his name is Eli Merritt, and it's about um, the summit for democracy and fueling the fight, fighting back against the the crazies. And he's written a few op eds for the New York Times and stuff like that. I, I I've got to read up on him, but I know when I was pitched on him, it looked really interesting. So th- I've got that. I can't tell you much about it, but by tomorrow, I'll be I'll be ready to go. But Thursday and Friday, Howie's not going to not be here on Thursday. So <clears throat> I met this woman who we've sort of lived parallel lives for 40 years. I've known of her. She's known of me. We had never met until about three weeks ago. And now we're like good friends. She's a ra- She was in radio in Philadelphia um, mm-hmm. forever. She was a WMMR, big name. Her name is Erin Riley. People in radio know her. Anyway, she's got a new book out that she wrote about this horrible relationship she was in. It's about, um, uh, uh, and I don't have it in here, and I'm not remembering the the name of it. But it it's about her twenty years with a covert narcissist. What a mm-hmm. story! It's a roller coaster. So that's she's coming on on Thursday, and then on Friday, you're going to be happy about this. Joan Walsh will be here, Yay. and we are going to talk. Springsteen. Now, of course, because it's Joan Walsh and me talking, of course, politics will come into play. But the thing that brought us together here is Springsteen. She's like me. She goes back 30, 40 years with Springsteen. She went to two of the shows already on this tour. She went to opening night in Tampa and she went to Madison Square Garden just a couple of weeks or last week. And um, we had been sort of you know, talking past each other for a while, our wires got crossed. And I thought, I thought she just had a, had a problem with me because some people do just in (laughs) case you were wondering, some people really hate me because I can be, I can be awful. I can be a horrible bitch. And I, as we've talked about, I sometimes speak before thinking and say stupid things, but sometimes I say, I speak my mind and it pisses people off too bad. So anyway, I thought that one of her friends said, oh, she's toxic, you know, because yeah. I, I've gotten into it with people. And uh, but that's not the case at all. We were just cross signals. Cross wires. And yeah. and so now she's going to come on on Friday. Give and, her my love. Please. And we're going to have fun. So we're going to talk she's, music. We're she's, talk a, she's great to talk to. We had dinner in San Francisco uh-huh. a few years back. And um, it was one of the few, you know, the only time I've gotten to, we, we had, I was coming from LA and I think she was up there living and about to leave. And it was such a nice time. It was so nice. She's so sweet. Um, I know that she can be tough sometimes. Well, to some and people. you know what? I mean, she and I go way back. Back, I remember one time filling in for Randy Rhodes um, mm-hmm. on Premiere when she was on Premiere and Joan Walsh was on with me. And this is when Chris Matthews was still on, on uh, MSNBC. Uh-huh. And, you know, yeah. she used to go on his show all the time. Oh, and, yeah. And I, yeah. I referred to him as Tweety. And she just, <laughs> she froze. She's like. Really? Oh, she did not like that. Well, because he would put her on TV all the time, I guess. And no, but, but everybody called I him Tweety. I know everybody called him Tweety. She, uh, maybe it was just my impression. I th- When I said it, she got very quiet. And it's like, oops. I think she didn't appreciate me calling him Tweety. <laughs> well. 
So she needs to reappreciate that because well, everyone and their uncle called them. I know. And we're good now. We are good now. Good. Oh, I'm so thank glad you. To hear that. Cheyenne Smith, the name of Aaron Riley's book. I love my listeners. A Dark Force, 20 Years with a Covert Narcissist. Cheyenne Smith went and looked it up because I couldn't remember the name of the book. A thank dark you. force. Thank you, Cheyenne. I don't even know. Thank you. So anyway, so Aaron yes. will be here on Thursday. And you know we'll wind up talking music too because back in the, you know, we crossed paths. We lived parallel lives but had never met. And now she's one of the women who rock who's working with me. Oh, she is? Oh, that's awesome. So anyway, that's how we met. And um, yeah, so she'll wind up doing... She doesn't want to be a she doesn't want to be a disc jockey on the radio station, but she wants to do a podcast dealing with narcissists, covert narcissist personality. So we're gonna have a we're gonna have a podcast network and the twenty four seven streaming music channel uh, of music for by women of by cool. women. So anyway, all that is coming. Yeah. Anyway, very that, cool. That's that. So that's this week. Yay! Yeah, and we are in overtime. We're just going long but we need to wrap it up soon because i'm making this soup did you ever have (laughs) what non sequitur what (laughs) because i'm i'm when your your picture got covered up for a moment that was the recipe for this soup i'm making and yes i'm not 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 vegan right now um because it is a chicken soup it's that greek lemon chicken rice soup called avglolemo or something it's like my favorite soup and i got a uh, a, a recipe for it that just mm. looks so good. Avgolem, Avgolemono, it's called. And it's onions, carrots, celery, garlic, chicken, bay leaves, peppercorn, salt, oregano, water. Um, and that's pretty much it. And then rice or orzo they use because it's Greek. Yeah. And uh, it's, and then Sounds you whip me. up the egg whites and it thickens it. It thickens it oh, without any like, cream. Uh, yeah. It's like, uh, what do they call it? I made a Chinese and lemon. soup like that. Dr- egg drop. Sort of, you, but you, yes, yeah. but it's not. It, it's it's right, yes, right, but right. not. Um, and, and put the <clears> recipe <throat> back up. I'll tell you what, Roger. Here's the deal. I'm making it tonight. The, the, the chicken is our, the soup stock is cooking. So I need to go take it off the fire. Hey, David, will you take the pot of chicken off the, off the <laughs> fire? And then pull the chicken out. I've got to pull it all off the bone and then strain the soup and then whip up the... I even got an electric hand mixer because I needed it oh, so yeah. I could get the egg whites all fluffy. And I didn't have one. Yeah, we had, and it does have... And yeah. lemon. And two-thirds of... Handy. Rick Smith said has no lemon in it. And then you put the yeah. two-thirds of a cup of lemon juice in at the end. And yes, clean water, mm. of course. We we make our own clean water, by the way, because you don't do we not do want to drink the tap water in Florida. We have no. a, it's a product called Zero Water, and these filters they pull out, and you have a, a, a yeah, thing. I Zero Water. So yeah. that's what we have, and we're con- we fill up a big five gallon jug, and we're constantly making. So that's the water I Is use. Is that Zero Water? Is our Zero Water? I'm asking Mr. Uh-huh. Lappy. No. Is it what? What yeah, the, the pitcher. Is it zero water? Yeah, that's what we have here. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's so good. And I'll tell you, we're spoiled. Because yeah. if, then if you go to a restaurant and they give you just plain water, it's almost undrinkable. Oh, I know. It, Once you, you've had good water, you don't want to go back. Right. I know. So we're constantly right, I'm, making water. I'm, I'm going to have to take Mr. Hamilton out. Okay, and I have to go make the food, the soup. I got to make the soup. You got to so, make the soup. So I will fill you, you in on it tomorrow. Soup. I will let you know. And if it's as good as I think it's going to be, 
I will give you the recipe tomorrow. How's that? That's a deal. Gotta laugh. Find her on the Mastodons at gotta laugh at mastodon.social. And sometimes on the Twitters at gotta laugh. I'm at Nicole Sandler at mstdn.social. That's Mastodon without the vowels because, you know, we're we're saving space. Who needs vowels? And and on the Twitters, uh, usually getting in a fight with somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Being a general asshole. Because, you know, I can be. You can always tell what kind of a mood I'm in by looking at my Twitter. Sometimes I'm really nice, right? And sometimes you say, oh, shit, she's in a mood. Let's steer clear of her right now. What? I've done that. Take the chicken off the stove, please. Yes. Uh, (laughs) 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 All right. Happy radio. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Um, Laffy, see you later. Well, two weeks, I guess. We'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. Drive safely back to LA. Thank you. Be careful when you hit, when you cross the border because this nation is fucking nuts. Oh yeah. I can tell immediately. Honestly, the signs start popping up. (laughs) God, I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, and next time I'll have to tell you, Oh, well, I'll tell you next time. Then I'm going jazz fest, but I'll tell you next time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye Laffy. And you, you, um, I will see you tomorrow. I got to make the soup. And so I'll leave you with the news. I'm going to make the soup. And then um, I'll let you know how it is tomorrow. Okay? All right. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for putting up with us, everyone. (laughs) No matzo balls. This is not Jewish chicken soup. I make the Jewish chicken soup, but I usually only do that when someone's sick. This is Greek uh, penicillin chicken soup. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) I'm done. Bye. It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Thank you, Vice Mayor. I would like to nominate Representative Justin Jones. I story six. That's the sound of the Nashville Metropolitan Council voting unanimously Monday to reinstate Justin Jones. He's one of the two black Democrats expelled last week from the Republican-led Tennessee House after they participated in a gun control protest on the House floor following that deadly mass shooting at Covenant School in Nashville. Well, Jones was sworn back into his seat late Monday afternoon on the steps of the state capitol. Justin Pearson, the other man removed, represents Memphis. He's expected to be reinstated by the Shelby County Commission when they vote on Wednesday. The motion to expel a third Democrat, State Representative Gloria Johnson, failed when asked what the difference was. She thought maybe it had something to do with the fact that she's a 60-year-old white woman and Pearson and Jones were young black men. Go figure. Justin Jones spoke from the steps of the Capitol where he was sworn back in on Monday afternoon. Today we're sending a resounding message that democracy will not be killed in the comfort of silence. Today we send a clear message to Speaker Cameron Sexton that the people will not allow his crimes against democracy to happen without challenge. Special elections will be held to fill those seats permanently. Both Jones and Pearson have said they will run. So the mass shooting they were protesting happened just over a week ago. So, of course, it was time for another one yesterday, right? This time, a man with a rifle shot and killed five co-workers at a bank in Louisville, Kentucky. Eight others were wounded. 
three of them critically, including a police officer, 26-year-old Nicholas Wilt, who just graduated from the police academy on March 31st. The shooter was killed by police. We learned later that one of the victims was a close friend of Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir. We lost four children of God today, one of whom was one of my closest friends. Tommy Elliott helped me build my law career, helped me become governor, gave me advice on being a good dad. It's one of the people I talk to most in the world and very rarely were we talking about my job. He was an incredible friend. We also lost Juliana Farmer, Jim Tutt, Josh Barrett, each amazing people whose families grieve them, whose community will mourn and will miss them. These are irreplaceable, amazing individuals that a terrible act of violence tore from all of us. 209 people have now been killed in 146 mass shootings in 2023 alone, according to the Gun Violence Archive. Just incredible. So the Department of Justice has asked the U.S. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals to block a Texas judge's ruling that would put federal approval of the abortion pill Mifeprestone on hold. Mifeprestone is the most commonly used method of abortion in the country. The decision came from U.S. District Judge Matthew Kazmarek, who was an anti-abortion activist before he was named to the bench by Donald Trump. It was his sole decision to invalidate the federal approval of that abortion pill. In addition to the president's petitioning the DOJ, another judge filed a stay. Stay tuned. Moving on to the Supreme Court. All of the Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee sent a letter Monday to Chief Justice John Roberts, pressing him to investigate the many trips taken by Justice Clarence Thomas at the expense of a Republican megadonor, Harlan Crow. Since ProPublica broke that news, we've learned more about Harlan Crow, including the fact that he collects Hitler artifacts. Reportedly, his home is filled with Nazi memorabilia, a signed copy of Mein Kampf, two of Hitler's paintings, and a garden full of statues of the 20th century's worst despots. Really sickening. But I digress. So the letter sent by the Senate Judiciary Committee Democrats to Chief Justice John Roberts asking him to investigate this arrangement added, quote, If the court does not resolve this issue on its own, the committee will consider legislation to resolve it. Seriously? Allowing the Supreme Court to investigate itself? Isn't that the problem in the first place? Well, the Democrats did announce that the committee would hold a hearing on the matter, quote, in the coming days. It's unclear when or who will be called to testify, but I guess that's a start. President Biden signed a bill Monday officially ending the national emergency for COVID-19, months before he intended for the declarations to end. One White House official downplayed the bill, saying that, to be clear, ending the national emergency will not impact the planned wind-down of the public health emergency on May 11th. The national emergency status enabled the government to provide many Americans with COVID-19 tests, treatments, and vaccines at no charge. That all ends. As the bill to end the national emergency cleared the Senate last month with a bipartisan 68-23 vote, and then it also passed the Republican-led House earlier this year. By the way, hundreds of deaths each week in the United States are still attributed to COVID. The official national emergency might be over, but COVID isn't. No surprise here. 
Sea levels have surged more than scientists expected along the U.S. coast, in the Gulf of Mexico, and elsewhere in the southeast since 2010, exposing major cities like New Orleans, Miami, and Houston to a greater risk from climate change than previously believed. The impact of these rising seas could prove devastating as areas that have been developed recently lose the protection of those shrinking wetlands, mangroves, and dune lines. Researchers say the higher waters have already magnified damages from recent hurricanes, including 2018's Michael and Ian last year. And finally, ew, the Dalai Lama has apologized after a video emerged showing the spiritual leader kissing a young child on the lips and then asking him to, quote, suck my tongue. This happened in an event in northern India. In a statement Monday, the office for the Dalai Lama said he, quote, wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world, for the hurt his words may have caused, adding that he, quote, regrets the incident. And then added, quote, his holiness, often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras? Excuse me? That wasn't teasing, and it wasn't playful. It's child abuse. His apology came after a video of what happened in February went viral on social media. Dalai Lama, meet some Catholic priests. May you all rot in hell together. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that Donate button.